Hello and welcome to the Good Robot Andy's Season Seven, Episode Two. Woohoo! My name is Andy Balam and this is Andy Cockerell. And the film that we're going to talk about tonight is Booksmart. Booksmart and yes. Um, uh, so as is traditional, um, I'll give you a, a complete plot summary based entirely on the title, knowing absolutely nothing about the film. Okay. Um, so this is a fully animated. Um, adventure. Is in it rollicking? The, uh, it's not rollicking, but it's in the style of, um, let's say, Toy Story. It's about okay. um, it's about a fully automatic bookshop. Um, there's a load of books. Uh, it's called Booksmart. Uh, it's a mart for books. And uh, I was going to say, is it Booksmart? It's Booksmart. Okay. And uh, each book, which lives in a kind of automatic drawer that gets opened when a customer mm. wants to uh, buy a book. Yeah. Um, it's the story of the books in the Booksmart. And, so it's uh, like Toy Story, like, but with books. Yeah, they're like characters. Book story. And then, and tragically, yeah, tragically, at various yeah. points uh, during the film, uh, one of these books gets bought, which they, they consider death. Oh, okay, so by yes. By the end of the film, there's only one book left, crying, um, and then that book two is bought. Okay, so it's quite bleak. Yeah, I mean, it's a grown-up, fully animated Toy Story-like cartoon. Okay, so a bit like the Red Turtle. It's a grown-up. Yeah, but it's more, you know, more bleak. It's more bleak. Less about the <laughs> poignance. More. It's about the inevitability of death. I feel that um, your your summaries of of my choices are com- becoming more and more like pitch meetings. <laughs> so you know, you're like, okay, it's this, this, and this, and this happens, and it's a bit like this. Yeah. And then a studio exec says. Yeah. Mm, sounds a bit bleak. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I I like increasingly. I'd like to see that film. Yeah, I, I would watch actually. Yeah, yeah, would okay. watch Books Mart. Yeah, Books Mart. It's However, mart that is books. that is not the film that we're talking about. <laughs> right. Okay. Uh, so cast that from your mind, listener. <laughs> okay. Uh, so Book Smart, which is one word. Apologise, I'm just um, laughing at my own joke. <laughs> no, that's okay. It's okay, I frequently do that. In fact, sometimes I do that so much that I laugh a lot at my own joke. <laughs> yes, it's always best if you're the only one laughing. <laughs> yes, usually in the car, when I'm listening to this podcast, actually. <laughs> yeah, I find, I find it, I, I get um, embarrassing smiling on the train um, problems well, listening to myself. I frequently laugh at my, my terrible impressions. Yeah. Um, yeah, I laugh at them too. <laughs> That's good. Hopefully, listener does too, and doesn't find them offensive. Yeah, well, presumably, listener wouldn't still be a listener if there weren't some value to be derived from the podcast in some way. That's true. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, hang on, in so there, uh, yeah, hang on in there. So, Booksmart is a 2019, so another very new film. We're so contemporary. Um, American coming of age comedy film. Mm-hmm. We've done a few of those lately, actually. We have. Um, directed by Olivia Wilde who is also an actress. She was in the Tron sequel, Tron Legacy, mm-hmm. which I think was somewhat successful, but not entirely. Don't a bit like Tron. It. A bit like Tron, really. Yeah, I, um, I watched Tron recently, but I was asleep through almost all of it, so I have no okay. opinion. Yeah, because you didn't see it. Yeah. Um, this is her directorial debut uh, from a screenplay by Emily Halpern, Sarah Haskins, Susanna Fogel, and Katie Silberman. And it stars um, 
Uh, Beanie Feldstein, or Feldstein, depending on who you ask. Maybe you should ask her. Um, and Caitlin Diva, as two graduating high school girls who set out to finally break the rules and party on their last day of classes. Um, the film also stars uh, Jessica Williams, Will Forty, Lisa Kudrow, and Jason Sudeikis. And Who's Lisa Will Kudrow? I know that name. Yes, she was in Friends. Oh, right, okay. And, you know, she's been in other things since then. Which character was she in Friends? Mm, don't know. I'm not a Friends fan. Phoebe? Maybe. Okay. One with a long neck. Blonde with a long neck. Sounds like Phoebe. Okay, could be. Kooky. Um, <laughs> freaky. Kooky. She's kooky. Yes, yeah. yes, definitely kooky. Okay, yeah. Phoebe, yeah. Um, so Will Ferrell and Adam McKay executive produced the film through Gloria Sanchez Productions. So they're a couple of quite big hitters in Hollywood. Um, they got behind this movie. So this film had its world premiere at South by Southwest last March, so March the 10th, 2019, and was thea theatrically, re theatrically released, I'll take a second run at that, by United Artists last May to acclaim from critics and grossed over 24 million. I was going to see what the budget was to see put that into yeah six million budget so did well okay um for, for her performance feldstein feldstein was nominated for best actress comedy or musical at the 77th golden globes and everybody knows now that the golden globes are complete bunk okay um but you know it's nice to win an award but obviously she didn't so she was she was nominated and, um, and she is very good so that's not a lot of money those amounts so this is quite a small film yeah, it was a fairly small film. Okay. I don't think enough people saw it. Um, this is why it's probably wor worthy of note on this podcast. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, uh, so the plot is that two characters played by the two lead actresses, Amy and Molly, they're two high school seniors. They've been best friends since childhood. And they're book smart. They are considered pretentious by their peers. So but um, does book smart mean no street... Uh, no street no, cred. No, not not. I don't mean street cred, do I? I mean, like street smarts. No street smarts. Just yes. Book. That's learning. fair. Okay. Yes, exactly. Okay. okay. Um, Amy not has been out. That's what I'm struggling to say. Yeah. No, that, that's good. Yeah. yeah. Amy has been out for two years and has a crush on a girl named Ryan, and Molly urges Amy to attempt to forge a relationship with with her before they graduate. But on the eve of their high school graduation, Molly is in the bathroom. And she overhears classmates talking about her in quite a derogatory way. Uh, she confronts them and tells them that she got into Yale. Um, because she thinks they're a bunch of flakes who are never going to achieve anything. And they reveal that despite the fact that they've been partying, they've all got into prestigious colleges. In fact, one of them has got into Yale as well. Okay. Uh, she's pretty stunned at this because she thinks she thinks her and... Um, uh, and Amy are the only people in the school who are going to get to to decent colleges. That turns out to not be the case. And one of them says, "Yeah, we did the work, but we also had fun." Mm -hmm. um, and that kind of makes her think, "Okay, I've I been missing out. To, I think we need to have some fun before we leave high school." Mm -hmm. So they decide to um, to go to some parties, but that doesn't go 
entirely to plan. Otherwise, there wouldn't be much of a film. No, indeed. Uh, and what what ensues is essentially a kind of a road movie over short distances. Mm-hmm. So they they move from they they start at one party, which is on a boat, uh, which is very cliched. I went to a party on a boat once. Did you? What kind of boat? It was awful. It was an awful boat. It was or an, an awful party. It was an awful boat. Oh, okay. It was a work Christmas party. Oh, now sounds okay. good to be on. Does a boat. it though? Sounds Does sounds it? prestigious that you're going to go because on a you boat. You can't get off. What was the boat moving? You can't get off. You can't get off. And they didn't <laughs> give us proper dinner, so you were hungry. So there was just like snacks, Ugh. and there was a room with dancing. Oh, and you can't get off. You can't get off. Yeah, it was sweaty. You you could you couldn't see out the windows. What they were steamy. Yeah, like steamy or greasy or you know, it was just yeah. Was it going down the Thames? Yeah. One of those boats. Yeah. So this boat isn't moving. Okay. It's like a really luxury yacht. It's a bit like the boat in the. Okay, but lonely I feel a island. bit better for sharing that. It's like the Lonely Island video. Um, I'm on a boat. <laughs> what Lonely Island? What's it? What the what video? Uh, you know the Lonely Island? No. Okay. Well, it's, it's like I'm that. not going to. I'm not going to, not going to go into detail about <laughs> oh, them. Yeah, yeah. If I was maybe worth talk, more to you, you, you might. Maybe I'll talk about them in a, in a future pod. But um, anyway, so it's like a big old, big old yacht, the kind of thing that Rupert Murdoch would have, or Mark Zuckerberg, or you know, mm-hmm. or Russian gangsters. Mm-hmm. Well, they're basically the same thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so um, uh, they go there, and there. They meet someone from their from their school, who's played by Billy Lord. Uh, Billy Lord is Carrie Fisher's daughter, um, and uh, Billy Lord, in every scene that she's in in this film, she pops up and says, "Hi, I've come to steal this scene," <laughs> and then disappears again. <laughs> and pretty much, yeah, everything that she says and does is just incredibly funny. Yeah. Uh, so she's there. So it's a comedy. Oh, it's definitely a comedy. Okay, okay, okay. It's a comedy. But I'd say that it has pathos and it has of course. Otherwise some it truth. Be here. Exactly. Yeah. Um, uh, so they go to this. It's a yacht. It's not a boat. It's a yacht. Mm-hmm. Um, the girls call for a lift, uh, which is a bit like an Uber, mm-hmm. uh, and they're surprised that uh, the person that's driving the car is the school principal. Okay. Um, and they're like. They're really, uh, really uncomfortable. And he's like, well, you know, I do this to supplement my income. So that's a bit of a surprise for them. They all, you know, I, I suppose you kind of think when you're young that all adults earn loads of money. Mm-hmm. Certainly but actually, your school principal, yeah. yeah. Yes, but maybe he's not earning as much money as they think. Yeah. Um, or he's really greedy. Yes, exactly. So uh, Billy Lord plays a character called Gigi. Um, who gets very, very high and jumps off the top of the yacht into the water. Oops. So we think, oh, okay, what's happened to Gigi? So they call for a lift. They then go to another... Oh, there's a very, there's a funny scene when they're watching some illicit material on their phone and the guy says, oh, why don't you just attach that to the Bluetooth? <laughs> <laughs> and then we hear the sound of it and he's like... I'm making a I'm making a face like uncomfortable shock, whilst they're desperately trying to stop the video. That's that's that's, that's a really good face actually you did. There. Maybe yeah, we should put that as a gif on. 
Maybe you should. On the internet. Yeah, maybe. I um, wasn't recording it, though. So. They then head to to their classmate George's house, who's hotel, and George is an extremely flamboyant actor, uh, possibly gay, not really sure, but he's very flamboyant, very camp. He's hosting a murder mystery party. Uh-huh. <laughs> which they are like no we're not interested in this where's the where's the proper party and as they're there Gigi just appears from behind a bar okay good and is and is dry and they say how are you here and how are you dry and she looks at them and she says i am here and i am dry. <laughs> so that's the first, that's the second scene stealing uh-huh. um scene stealing performance from billy lord she then disappears again uh, so they they get mildly involved in this murder mystery party. Um, but they're really looking for a proper party. They're looking for a proper party, which they eventually they eventually find. Um, they turn up at the proper party, which has like a swimming pool. It's going to be a frat party, right? That's what that's it's what's the, always. Yeah, it's not really. It's nothing like in Animal House. You know, it's not that kind of. <laughs> Absolute levels of debauchery that I don't are in think Animal I've House. seen Animal House, but yeah. Have well, you not? I mean, mean, it's incredibly unwoke these days, Animal yeah. House. But it is very funny. It's very funny until it's not. Okay. But uh, but it was always like that, really. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, they do eventually get to this party, and they both find people who they they are very uh, hung up on. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're thinking, wow, you know, this is great. I've come here and this person is suddenly interested in me, despite the fact that they've been ignoring me for the last four years. Mm-hmm. They then discover that these people are busy getting busy with other people. Mm-hmm. And they feel just utterly crushed. Mm-hmm. So well, that, um, that, That's the end. No, it's not. Oh. So Amy, Amy goes off to the bathroom to kind of have a panic attack. Okay. And this other, this girl who she's... Um, this other girl who's who she's kind of interested in comes in and they're about to get busy when Amy throws up <laughs> all over her chest, mm-hmm. which is done definitely done for laughs, but mm-hmm. it's just like, dude, what have you done? Just just go home. Mm-hmm. Just go home. Um meanwhile the other girl, uh, Molly, is uh is also having a crisis of confidence. They uh end up um, uh, they end up going to a convenience store to try and find some food mm-hmm. and they get uh, no hang on what's happening no yeah a pizza pizza mm-hmm. place mm-hmm. yes so they want to know where this other party is another party no I'm winding it back I'm winding it back they want to okay. know where the party you know the, the, debauch, the, the party. debauch party is mm-hmm. so you think how can we find this out oh yeah uh, we know that they've had pizza Mm-hmm. So we go to the pizza place and we ask the driver, where have you been delivering the pizza? Mm-hmm. Um, um, whilst they're there, uh, they, they climb into the back of this, this driver's car and he's like, what are you doing back there? You don't know who I am. I could be a mass murderer or something. You know, you should just get out of my car. And they're, they're like, can, can, can you drive us there? And he says, no, no, I can't drive you. You know, find another way. It turns out that he is a serial killer. <laughs> Which is also played for laughs. <laughs> of course. Of course. Okay. Um, and then uh, at the final party, uh, uh, Gigi turns up yet again. Uh-huh. 
inexplicably, she seems to be moving around this town very quickly, faster <laughs> than they can in their various forms of transport. Uh, and she uh, falls into the swimming pool while shouting, I am a golden starfish. Right. Which is a reference to Almost Famous, in which uh, I think uh, Billy Crudup's character jumps into a swimming pool and says, I am a golden god. So she says, I'm a golden starfish. Okay. And kind of does this star jump into the pool, which <laughs> is very funny. <laughs> These um, are obviously your favourite bits. They are. She really, she st- I mean, you can see a lot of, uh, when you think about Carrie Fisher, I've, I think, you know, most people would probably think about Star Wars. Mm-hmm. But I think, I think the character of Princess Leia is pretty humourless. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the way she plays that character is fantastic but but not many laughs yeah uh but carrie fisher did do some movies where she got to be funny and she was very funny she well, i saw some interviews timing. where she was really funny she's very funny yeah um i mean she got her she called her dog gary fisher which i think is just amazing <laughs> <laughs> it's just fantastic um so you can see that that talent there has kind mm-hmm. of been passed down. Mm-hmm. The talent for stealing scenes and being funny. Um, so uh, the movie then moves on to graduation day. Oh, I see. This is not the end. Okay. No, no, no. And um, they have written this lengthy speech that's very heartfelt, but they haven't made it on time. They are <laughs> very late, but they have access to someone's souped up like Mustang car. Uh-huh. So they end up driving to the field where the graduation is coming and kind of messing up the grass and smashing stuff up. And everybody's like, wow, what's going on? So they come along and they make their lovely speech and things... That, that's where the movie ends, basically, is uh, with them saying, life is good and everything's going to be okay. That's and their speech? Kind of, yeah. Okay. But it's, it's very heartfelt. It's more heart... I, mean, I, I can't exactly remember what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> but uh, it's a fantastic movie Booksmart 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 fantastic automatic way to buy books yes yes indeed yeah uh, loved it and although I am not you know of that age mm-hmm. um, and not American it is very relatable in you terms are- of people being feeling out of place mm-hmm. um, I think you've reached a point yeah. in your life where you're definitely <laughs> into watching um, <laughs> coming of age dramas yeah definitely <laughs> Yeah, I'm watching a lot of them at the moment <laughs> yes a lot of them um, maybe it's because there are a lot of them being made right, right, right. Mm. but certainly we've had three on this podcast recently yeah we had um, mid nineties, Lady Bird, and now mm-hmm. this. So here's the question. Yes. Did it um, did it speak to you about your life and your coming of age? Uh, yeah, it did. Uh, it certainly um, in the. I mean, I didn't. W- did we have graduation ceremonies over here? I certainly didn't have one when I was not at school. school. No, no. No. Um, it, yeah, uh, I think it spoke to me about feeling um, apart 
from lots of the people who I went to school with. Mm-hmm. Um, but then you do meet a few people who you get on with. Mm-hmm. And sometimes they're unexpected. Mm-hmm. There's people that you get on with. Um, I think it taught me that uh, that uh, it's good to have fun. And right. balance, balance some fun with some hard work. <laughs> and you can do both of those things. Apparently so. Apparently so, yes. Um, uh, it also taught me that uh, you can pop up, pop up in a movie in a little cameo and steal every scene that you're in. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny what's important, isn't it? Yeah. Like, yeah. you know, as a parent myself, I'm interested in, like, kids working hard and... Um, Know, making the most of the opportunities in front of them, but mm-hmm. I'm more interested in them being happy. Yes, because the other but thing is really just a way of ho- hoping, hopefully, a way of them being happy. You know? I think it's balance. Is that I want them to be happy. Um, ultimately, that's all I really care about. Is that they're happy. Um, and you know if if they show interest in academic work then fantastic but if they want to do something else with their lives that's fantastic too um ultimately it's about helping them to make decisions yeah yeah i guess yeah you don't want them to be stuck do you no that's why you want them to make the most of opportunities yeah absolutely yeah And, you know, I think that I think that Booksmart, although, you know, the people who are who have had fun and worked to get to college, um, they have worked hard, but they have also, you know, had some fun as well. And it's not saying that they are better than the people who haven't had fun. It's just saying that they're different and that they've both managed to get to the same point in a different way. Mm hmm. Um, and actually, they find that you know when they get to the the fun party, they discover that uh, the folks that they've been avoiding are just as much Harry Potter geeks as they are. It's just that they've never really talked to them before. That's really interesting because there's this very standard way of structuring films at. at in American high schools where you follow the people who are outsiders and then everyone else is utterly obnoxious and horrible. Exactly. It sounds yeah. like it's not that at all. Well, it so it starts out like that. So when she's in the bathroom and she hears people talking about her, right? you think that's the way this is going to go. It's going to mm. be us versus them for the mm. entire film, but that's not actually how it plays out. That's sort of interesting in itself. Right? Yeah, it is. It is interesting. And that's what, that's what keeps you hooked. Because I think... I don't think I would have heard so much about this movie and it wouldn't have had such great reviews if that's what it had been. Mm. So if it had been 90 minutes of two characters walking around a town just uh, encountering people being horrible to them, that wouldn't have been very interesting. Even if it was a sweet story about how they cared for each other or whatever, yeah. Yeah, which it is also. Mm -hmm. It is also that. Um, So it is... is Directed by a woman, it's got a, a, an ensemble cast that's mainly driven by women, uh, but it's still relatable, 
and I'm not saying that it, it wouldn't be relatable, but to some people it might not be. Yeah, um, the fact that it's relatable to you and you're a man is potentially worthy of note. Yeah. Yes, an old, an old, an old, cre- uh, creaky old de- dude. <laughs> uh, it, yeah, I really enjoyed it. I thought it was extremely well made for a first feature. Excellent. It sounds. It sounds really fun. It sounds really light. But maybe it is very light. So bad. Yeah, it is good. I'm just going to see what the BBFC rating. I suspect it's a fifteen. Because it does have adult themes. Mm. BBFC. Book smart. Book smart. Yeah, fifteen. A rollicking animated adventure. Strong sex references, language, sex, and drug misuse. Drug use. Yeah, I was going to say. Yeah. So, it's got all of that. But it is very funny. <laughs> Yeah. Cool. Yeah. So that is Booksmart. It does actually it sounds if I could like I won't remember its name, but if I could just somehow remember its name, if I saw that was on TV I'd want to watch it. I know how you can remember its name. Just think of books. The Good Robot Andy's um (laughs) website and you'll see it there. Right. (laughs) Season seven, episode two. Go there daily. (laughs) And remember. What I should do is Set it. Set my TV recording system to record mm-hmm. it. Yes, indeed. That's Put it in I there as a pi- as a um, an auto wreck. Yeah, and uh, when it comes on, you'll record it. I'm Although actually you... going to do that if I remember. Yeah, yeah. All one um, word. So highly recommended, listener. Yeah, all one word. Yeah, highly recommended. Very funny. Uh, very relevant. Especially, I think, for today's um, highly segregated world of teenagers and adults, you've got to be one thing or another. Right, tribalism. Okay, so you're saying this tribalism. is a, this yes. like questions conformity yeah. to tribalism. Yeah, it raises questions about just what all that stuff is about anyway. Oh, that's cool. Um because it turns out that they have a lot more in common with the people who are sneering at them. Come out uh, of your And also that, that they sneer at. Yeah. They have a lot more in common with them than they think. Which is cool. What a and positive al- message. It is a positive message. And they also realise that when they get to the mega party, the people that they have crushes on are actually kind of jerks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, ain't that... Always the way. Isn't that always the truth, yeah. Hmm. So, uh, media that I've been consuming recently. Yes. I've been watching a lot of elementary, but that's not worth talking about. It's good. Oh, I is like that it. Johnny Lee Miller and yeah. Lucy Liu? Yeah, I'm sure I've talked about this on, on, on the I podcast think we have, before. Yeah. It's really good. I really like it. Okay. But I've also been playing the new version of Trials on the Nintendo Switch. Trials? Pre- previously, I've played Trials on the PlayStation 4. What's Trials? Trials. Now, have you ever played that weird little game that used to be on ancient computers and has also been on, there's all versions on all different computers where you're, it's a sideways on view and you're on a bike. Oh yes, I have played that. Yeah. And you have to like lean forward and lean back. And, like a stick man and, and then you yeah. kind of um, ragdoll when exactly. you die. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. So it's that, but imagine 
imagine like the most souped up graphics on that you could ever believe mm. with fully rendered 3D environments and all kinds of scenery collapsing around you and explosions. Is it, is it still side on? Yeah. I mean, it, yes. Yes. Yeah, you're still watching the bike side on. You still have basically the same controls mm. where you can accelerate and brake and lean forward and lean back. Right. But the the world you're driving in is this unbelievably detailed and sort of comedy um, thing. And like things fall over and you and half the time you don't know where the track is because there's all these things flying around everywhere and that sounds good. exploding and stuff like that. Um, but they've somehow managed to preserve the core gameplay really mm-hmm. well. And they've made it really... It's got really... Um, uh, detailed physics engine so you there's all these moves you can do by leaning back on the bike and leaning forward and whatever so that it uses the suspension of the bike so you can do the kind of things that real motocross riders do like incredible balancing and yeah they do don't they yeah it, uh, um so you, it, it takes a huge amount of skill and learning i'm still obviously a novice but um I, I, there's a couple of moves that I've got the hang of. But it sounds quite addictive. And it is so addictive. And when you crash, <laughs> you can just start again. Like, right. this is a button to just immediately start restart the level with and no delay. that's what you do, yeah. So you're there for hours just going, oh, just one more go. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I really love it. It's a down, digital download on the Switch for, like, nine quid. Sounds all right. And yeah. it's so... So worth it. You, you might you might accidentally lose days of your life to it. Oh no, can't be doing that. <laughs> but also, you can pick it up for just a few minutes, right? It's not like a okay. You know, I don't a have a switch yet. Huge campaign. Although I put a switch on my wish list. Oh yeah. I also put some accessories on my wish list, mm-hmm. and people bought me the accessories because they were cheap. <laughs> got it. So I've got some um, Mario controllers. Yeah. <laughs> and Mario Kart. Right, I don't right, have right. a Switch. <laughs> I can recommend the Switch to listener. <clears throat> um, I was a bit dubious about it because we had a Wii U. We had a mm. Wii, which we loved. The Wii is great, yeah. And we had a Wii U, and it, it, it didn't really have many games on it. But the Switch no. has got loads of excellent games, including lots of um, more independent-style games. Um, and, yeah, it's just a great console. Cool. Excellent. So, uh, so listener, it's on my wish list if um, listener wants to put some money towards buying it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. If you want to fund the Good Robot Andys, definitely buy Andy C a Switch. Yes, get me a Switch. I've been playing uh, a Star Wars game called uh, Fallen Order. Okay. Which is a new one, uh, which is very good. Right, right, right. So it's, it's a Jedi game. The only weapon you have is a lightsaber. Right, and you just you run around f- hacking you, things. You have a friendly droid. Yeah, it's a it's a hack and run, mm-hmm. but also some puzzles to solve. Okay, okay. That you solve using your force powers. <laughs> it's uh, <laughs> it's very very good. Like in Oddworld, Abe, Abe's Odyssey. Did you ever play that? I uh, heard of it, never played it. Wow, <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's quite fun, Oddworld. Um, yeah, also, that's it, really. Exciting thing coming up, which hasn't happened yet. What's that? Is that um, I'm getting a Raspberry Pi 4 for my birthday. Ooh. I'm getting one of the 4 gig uh, editions. Oh, nice. So, it's got so lots you can of use memory. it as a desktop. 
So yeah, I'm what I'm probably going to use it for, which is no fun for me. But I have to. You have to have something to use it for, don't you? Otherwise, it's yeah, even less yeah. fun. Is a Minecraft server for my son's friends to play Minecraft on. <laughs> Nice. Yeah, that'll, the, that'll play that nicely, yeah. At the moment, they play on our <coughs> desktop computer, so um, my other children can't reboot into Windows when it's being used. And also, used. that's not very power efficient, so... No, if you, exactly, if yeah. you use the Pi, yeah. uh, that will run very nicely and will use very little power. Yeah, although the Pi 4 uses more power than the other Pis, but... It's not um, much, I, though, is it? It's still, it's still pretty low, and... Uh, yeah, I think you need a f- I, I don't think it would run well enough on the other pies. So. No, it wouldn't. No, it needs yeah. more. It is, it, it's mainly um, yeah, CPU and memory. Mm-hmm. It will eat it up. I tried to run it on my server that I have for my ham- my household, mm-hmm. and it, that was not good enough. No, no. Um, which uh, was annoying to me. Yes, that would be annoying. Yes, the four B. Yeah, yeah. I thought my <coughs> server was dead the other day. Um, it's dead, Dave. But Everyone. it seems to be okay now. It had a problem with the hard drive. I'm worried the hard drive's going to die. But mm. I ran like a repair, and now it seems okay. Mm. I can recommend yeah. these this server. It's a Fit PC. It's called. It's Is this that, that beautiful yeah. little thing. It looks like a router, and it's a whole computer. Mm. And it's made out of actual metal. Hmm. And so it has no fans. Sink. Yeah, yeah. It has no fans, and all the heat just radiates out through the metal nice. case. It's so nice. beautiful. Just as a physical thing, it's so good. Yeah, that is cool. Fit PC. Fit. It's low power and cool. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Random hardware any, recommendations. Anything to plug? <laughs> <coughs> uh, I can tell you what I've been working on. Okay. I've, uh, I've decided that um, all the ways of doing to-do lists... Uh, that there are at the moment, of which there are obviously billions. There are a lot, yeah. None of them is good enough for me, because mm-hmm. I didn't write it myself. Right. Uh, and also because your data belongs to some evil corporation that's sort of trying to exploit you. Usually, yeah. So I'm writing a to-do list program, but the first thing I'm writing is the server part. So I'm hoping that I'm just going to write an API where you can just connect to it and like a, a program can connect to it and store your to-do list. Mm-hmm. And then people will be able to write user interfaces to talk to it. Yep. Um, however they should wish. And I will obviously write one or two user interfaces. But yeah, I'm hoping that I can like set up like a standard protocol for to-do lists and then everyone will conform so with does it. Does this mean that someone can run your API somewhere? Yeah, they could run it <clears> on their <throat> computer. Or I'm going to run it somewhere and then they can just connect to it. Or, or run it in the cloud. Yes. And then you can connect to it, and that's your to-do list. Yes. And I'm thinking to-do list might be just the start, because another app that I would really like to be not owned by Amazon is a wish list. Yes. Because I find the Amazon wish list really annoying for things that are not Amazon things. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that is annoying. Didn't used to be annoying. No, they've made it a lot worse. They have made it a lot worse. Yes. They they blue-washed it. Also, I thought another thing I thought today <laughs> was um, that uh, another thing which is good is your bookmarks in your browser. And that's yep. really just a list. It is just a list of things, yeah. So maybe yeah. maybe more than just to-do lists. But first, to-do lists. So one thing, the, thing, the feature that, I, that will make it a killer feature for me is I want to have a, a widget on my desktop of my phone. Mm-hmm which lets me tick the items on the list without having to open some stupid app. Yep. Just tick those items right there 
Tick on them. the home screen. Tick them now. Tick them. Yeah, so I can see I'm, that working. I'm hoping that will be the killer feature. There'll be a web interface, an Android interface. If someone chooses to write an Apple <clears throat> phone interface, then I guess they can. If they want to. If they really want to. If they must. Anyway, at the moment, it's just an API. Look on, Have a look on my GitLab, and you'll find it if you're interested. That sounds interesting. I'd be, like I'd be really interested in people trying out the API and just seeing, does it feel usable? Hmm. Okay. Okay. Cool. It's, I've been writing that in Rust, because I love Rust. It's so good. Yes. Rust. Rust. Have I mentioned that? Have I mentioned that I love Rust? <clears throat> yes. So good. Rust has been mentioned before. Before. Cool. <laughs> that was <laughs> random... <laughs> Random geeky things. No, that was good. That was interesting. It's, it's certainly more. I I have nothing. I have <laughs> nothing to plug. Cool. Nothing at all. Just my just the movies that we what I watch and then talk about on this podcast. Well, that's what we're here for, listener, to ensure yeah. that at least some morsels of the greatness that is Andy C's mind reaches your ears. <laughs> Indeed, I think next time I might do a TV show. Yeah, or yes. It, yes. maybe we should do... Did we call it Hope versus... Hope versus Fear. No. Hope versus Fear? No, no. Hope versus um, Hate. Hope versus yes. Hate. Yes, Hope versus Hate. <laughs> we should probably do that next time. Let's let's set ourselves half a goal of me me doing enough thinking that we can do Hope versus Hate next time. Maybe we should... Uh, maybe we should collaborate on it. Yes. Uh, maybe we could have a third person. Whoa. The author of the book. Yeah. Or just a random third person to come just along. Just anyone. To kind of break up the monotony. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's a bit late for that. No, <laughs> seven, fair enough. Yeah. Seven seasons in. That's a great idea. Did you have anyone in mind? Um, we could ask Fran again. She might be yeah, interested. She might be. <clears throat> If she didn't hate it utterly last time. <laughs> yeah, let's talk about this offline now. Yeah, okay. Cool, that would yeah, be a cool right. idea. Yeah, okay. Uh, I think that's probably it, though. That's this probably is, This it. is a short, a short and sweet episode. Yeah, this week. which is why it's absolutely fine that I just went on about something yeah. about my server for it like is, five minutes. It is, because it means we're longer than half an hour. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Indeed. We don't want a short change, listener. No, but uh, listener, book smart. It's good. Not enough Books. people saw it, so... So you should watch it. It's very, very funny. Yeah. I thought that Books, Booksmart and Booksmart was going to be quite a um, difficult um, accidental mishearing to pretend to do. But it's actually not at all. They're really no. Nice and close. No, no. It's solid. It's solid. Cool. See yeah. you next time. Yeah, thank you. Cheers. Goodbye. <laughs>